Hey, this is Paul Martin. And the heated Ray the Roadie. The heated, why, you hot? It's summertime. Summertime in the city. Yes, it is. Get all heated up. I oh, see. by the way, this is the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Sorry, I interrupted you. That's right. It's like, it's like hot flashes, man. For, for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. That's okay, right. I mean, made it official. For the, the hot Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. It's, it's a little warm in here. It is warm. It's a little warm in the studio today. I don't know why. The sun was kind of beating in there. and Yes. And it gets a little warm in here. It does a little bit. Eventually, it'll be cooled down. But especially when we have a band called The Heat. The Heat. That even brings it up even more. That's right. And it's it, a whole new level. It is another level. It's, it's, it's thermal. Thermal's higher than normal. And it's not the Miami heat. No, no, no. No. Which we'll learn, we will learn something about them. We will learn something about the Miami Heat. Yes. Um, so the Heat, uh, well, what's left of the Heat, I guess. Yes. It's joining us. We had, um, we had um, Mark Police and Marty Kelly uh, joining us, telling us about the Heat and back in their day, what they did, what, they, what, they, uh, what they're still doing. What they're still doing, yes. So still putting out some music, uh, some original music and... and and doing some some duos and trios and whatever whatever what have you what have you? Well, that's awesome. Let's go see what they have to say because I don't think people want to listen to us rattle on. No, no. Okay, here plus, we go. Plus, it's getting too hot in here. Here we go. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today we're speaking with Marty and Mark from the band Heat. The Heat, right? Yes, they're bringing the heat. They're bringing the heat. Yes, they're packing heat. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to check those at the door. That's right. That's right. So how you guys doing? Great. Doing good. Good. So what brings you out here? Well, we, uh, <laughs> we're in the neighborhood. <laughs> seen there was an open door and cold water. Just waltzed no, in. We're, we're here to talk about uh, one of our uh, 80s through 90s, uh, we thought would be a career, you know, career making uh uh, event, but uh, here we are, you know, 2022. 40 years later. 40 years <laughs> later. Retired uh, building trades guy here and same over there. But uh, we had a lot of fun along the way. We uh, met a lot of great people, great, a lot of, lot of great places. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. It was a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of cool clubs, a lot of, you know, great fans along the way. And uh, yeah, we got to make some uh, original music. Um, Mark and I, my uh, twin brother, Kevin, um, we would, you know, save up our funds and always reinvest into the band. Uh, we actually had a tax ID number and we were licensed to be the Heat before the Miami Heat. So we, we still have the records to prove it. Um, Kevin was our tax accountant and... Uh, yeah, make yeah. as much money as those guys are. Right? No. no, no, no. But... Uh, like I said, we had a lot of fun along the way. We played with uh, the Hounds. We played with some uh, pretty big acts back in the day. Uh, we actually jumped into it. When, uh, we never got to play with Armin R. Rush, though. I don't know why that was. Are they still around? No, they were always like one bar ahead of us or one bar behind us. Uh, I remember Cheap, Cheap Trick played at uh, Luigi's one um, 
one weekend. I was uh, there. I was um, there. We were there the following weekend and like we, that was, you know, holy ground for us. We are uh, big fans of them guys and uh, all the Chicago bands. Um, we um, had um, the pleasure of recording with uh, Gary Luizzo at Pumpkin Studio. Um, some of that stuff on that CD, um, Gary engineered for us. Great guy, great engineer. God rest his soul. Yes. Um, got, got to sit in a pumpkin studio where, you know, the big boys played. Right. And uh, he charged us like the big boys too. <laughs> you know, um, it was a great experience. Um, he uh, queued up a, a little phone conversation for Mark on one of the songs. Um, it's no secret if you guys get to that, you'll hear a little phone conversation in there. And uh, that was all Gary, you know, hey, you know what, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Real creative guy. Yeah, we're still playing. Uh, Mark's in another act you guys had talked to earlier. Um, wavelength. I'm doing a little duet thing with uh, Julie Cronus, uh, Traffic Girl from uh, News Radio 78, and um, yeah. she's doing some other things right now. Still doing Traffic, but uh, we actually rehearsed today. We've got some little duet gigs coming up, and uh, yeah, we're still uh, we're still going at it. Proud to say. So where did this all begin? Uh, I met Mark um, on a chance. He uh, he told me, look, we got this uh, one gig, one gig. We're playing a battle of the band. You got to learn like six songs or something. Mississippi Queen, Jailbreak. I'm trying to think of some, some of the songs we were doing. It was at Tinley Park High School. I don't know if we won the battle of the bands, but Mark and our... Our late drummer at that point, um, uh, Joseph Borak, um, God rest his soul, um, they came to the house and, uh, you know, we learned these songs and the Mark had told me that he was going to be going on the road with Joe Walsh. It's a roadie. It was like, this is just one gig. Don't worry about it. Mark is nodding his head for those of you that can't see the podcast. <laughs> yes. And, uh, it turned out that they didn't get that gig. So we kept playing and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we formed different versions along the way. Um, my twin brother, Kevin came along. So what year was this? Oh, 76, 76, 77. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so you guys are like seven. <laughs> well, we were in high school and, uh, yeah, it, uh, we actually got to play some of the clubs when the legal drinking age was still 19 in the state of Illinois. And, uh, yeah, studio one, nickel bag, Luigi's got, yeah, there was always a, a lot of fun in those clubs back then. And then when it changed to 21, that definitely put a damper on things. But we still kept going. Uh, again, came up with different versions of the band. Uh, Bill and Michael Pratt came along. They're on that CD. Great, <clears throat> great drummer. Great lead guitarist. Both of them are great singers. Mark's still playing with uh, Mike right now. And uh, I still do some duet stuff with Bill. We're called the Shenanigators. So uh, we do uh, some stuff on the side as well. So everyone's still playing. My twin brother's still playing. Um, he, uh, he came out to Durban's last October and uh, helped us out. Once a year, we play for um, these folks who are dear to my heart. Um, my 29-year-old son has been living there for about three years. He loves it. Um, 
I do a lot of volunteer what, stuff for them. What folks are those, Marty? Misericordia. There you go. Yeah. They take care of 650 disabled folks. Sister Rosemary Connolly, great soul. And uh, started at, before we started playing, 70, 71, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it does a lot of good things for folks. A lot of outreach with uh, all the sports teams. And they just do a tremendous, tremendous job finding, um, you know, a life worth living for those um, disabled folks up there. And my son's one of them. He's intellectually and physically disabled. He has cerebral palsy, um, born early, but you know, he's striving. Uh, I talked to him today. Um, he's looking forward to seeing Josh Groban and the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. Yeah, I imagine that, that span <laughs> of musical taste. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has. And he loves the Beatles. And uh, he's got, I got some of that from, I guess us, you know, listening to us play, but um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long journey. Uh, and it's, you know, we're going to keep going, keep writing, keep recording. We're in the middle of a project right now. And, uh, the working title right now, Mark, senior moments. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. La- last session was the COVID sessions. <laughs> yeah. We have, uh, we have again, Nick at the nook working as our engineer, Kevin on great baselines. Um, Mark was there with some great synthesizer and keys. Um, Bill's contributed some guitar work on this one, but uh, the game changer was a young man by the name of Brian Calvert, who added some mandolin and pedal steel on some of our stuff. And um, just a a real talented soul and uh, great, great people to work with. So that's coming out. Look for Senior Moments 2022 to be released by Marty Kelly and friends, and we'll keep you guys posted. So when did the name The Heat come to fruition? So that was uh, probably before the Miami Heat. Before you know, the yes, Miami Heat, yeah. Before, so yeah. it was like '83, yeah, around '83, '84, when uh, when we put the heat together. When you turned the heat up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess we could have gone after them for using the name of you know we don't have their money <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> or their lawyers i'm sure yes no, no, no we didn't but uh you know and it's funny because our logo at the time was a basketball on fire going no, through but, <laughs> but it, it was it was the name on fire okay you know so it looked just it People would think that we stole it from them. Right, right, right. We didn't. Yeah, our logo underneath, I should have brought one of our old business cards, was um, uh, Pop with an Edge. Yes. Yes, Pop with an Edge. Yeah, that that was our shtick. Yeah, we covered a lot of uh, outfield, and uh, we did some really heavy, heavy vocal harmony stuff back in the day. And it was uh, a lot of Beatles uh, when we'd open up for any of them. Um, American English guys or something, they they were like kind of going, hey, don't be playing all them Beatles songs. You guys are doing pretty pretty good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Playing. So did you guys do any original music back then? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah we, we were probably, I don't know, 70, 30 uh, on original and uh, cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we tied them in together. Um, we would cover some grand funk and I remember tying in one of Kevin's songs, My Baby, we'd go right after uh a grand funk song. We, we, uh, we, we try to, you know, let people know, you know, we're out there right now. We try to pull the wool over their eye. Okay. <laughs> so here's, here's something, you know, and here's something you don't. And, right. you know, 
Yeah. And, and nine times out of 10, they couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. We, yeah. uh, we were shopping our stuff though, set it out the record folks. And you know, if you get a letter back, back in the day, it wasn't an email, but if you get a letter back from a record company, you know, independent or whatever, they just throw the letter away. Cause they're saying, no, you guys sound too much like this. We were, we were always like, you know, the grunge was coming out. We were always, there was something, we were always one step behind and uh, a lot of fun though. A lot, a lot of great uh, clubs, a lot of great people. I remember, I remember being told that, that we should sound more like a flock of seagulls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, uh, we and, and, so we thought about changing the name of the band to School of Guppies, but <laughs> it, it didn't work. Yeah, because we we, uh, we actually uh, caught the interest of uh, the uh, the manager from uh, Split Ends, and uh, he, he had some interest in the, in the group for short short time, and uh, I don't. Nothing ever came about it, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, you know, our, our stuff was really, I don't know. It was, it was pop with an edge. Yeah. It was kind of a, uh, outfield kind of foreigner on steroids kind of, yeah. Yeah. You still have any of that music available? You got, you got yeah. Save it's right in front of you. Right in front of you. Yeah. 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 This first uh, one. Yeah. We, we won a, a battle of the bands on uh brand Myers Friday after or Friday morning run. And uh, Bill was luckily calling in to uh, tell him, you know, um, who wrote the song and blah, blah, blah. And it was uh, one of my songs. So sad. And there's a lot of double, you know, you know, harmony leads and stuff on that song. And, uh, I actually met Brandmeyer about a week later. He was doing a remote down by the Hancock and he had his little backpack and he's like, I'm like, Johnny B, Johnny B, you know, it's me. It's Marty Kelly. I wrote that song. You played it. We won the battle of the bands. And, uh, he, he gave me us. some advice. Yeah. He said, yeah, you know, said, you're on your own pal. And he added some F's in there too. You're beep beep on your own pal. Cause I'm like, don't you need an opening band at Alpine Valley? And he's like, Nope, I don't think so. But get God, still love you, Johnny. You're a great guy. And uh, the band that we the, the band that we beat was the Blind Venetians at that battle of the band that we we got. They called more girls called in for us, and uh, we ended up playing at American Cancer Society benefit out in Aurora, the Paramount Theater, mm -hmm. and uh, they ended up beating us in live performance. But we did not play that song. We did a different yeah. one. But uh, yeah. Well, that's because, you know, as Buzz Kilman said, the chicks dig the heat. That was a quote. Yeah, that was in the, that was in the <laughs> Illinois Entertainer. Yeah. So I see uh, Marty let you write two songs on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was lucky enough to, to squeeze two in. That, you know, that, I didn't have as much money as he had. So. <laughs> well, Mark was uh, Mark's classic tune on there, Born to Rock and Roll. Uh, great song. He let me uh, come up with an intro on that. And then that was a good thing about writing, too, is that when we sat down, everybody kind of put their two cents in. Joel say that too, that he would present a song to the band. They go like, no dude, this sucks. You know, you know, revamp it, he'd come back. So we, we kind of, we, everybody put their own little shtick on it, but, uh, a great song. Um, and some edge lead guitar on there before 
maybe around the same time Edge was doing the his Edge thing. played with you. <laughs> I tried to sound as much as like a, as I could, but you know I'm left-handed, so that you know limits me somewhat. But uh, no, it was uh, that was that was one of the Gary Luizzo, I believe, projects. Yeah, we did like seven songs with him, and uh, that was at Pumpkin Studios. Pumpkin yeah. Studios. Yeah, I can't even remember some of the other places that we recorded at, but five or six around town. ARS maybe was one of them, but Nick's our guy now. Yeah, Nick's Nick's the master. And uh, he said, we'll have that third one ready with him. You guys will get a copy whether you like it or not. <laughs> you could hear some fine, uh, I would say this is our countryest we've done, Mark. Oh, this is very country. <laughs> yeah, when you throw pedal steel on stuff, it really adds uh, a lot of flavor to it, but... Uh, Okay, so you've got, uh, are you in the studio now putting this thing down or are you, is it yeah, done? Yeah, Friday we're going in to do a final mix on the last four songs. Um, I, um, you could see on that Marty Kelly and Friends, I, I always had a couple covers on there. I put a couple Beatle tunes on there, kind of my version of them. And uh, I'm going to surprise this, you on this next one because. Uh, is this one of a solo project here? <laughs> no, it's got uh, Hide Your Love Away and uh, something, but it's my version. It's kind of like. Uh, Richie Havens on steroids kind of thing. I, the way I yeah. play, like I said, left-handed, you know, you have to, you know, think with the right side of your brain, but, um, I mean, you're in your right mind, right? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, there's, there are some redos. I, I recorded, uh, some of those songs with, a uh, a, a uh, trio I was with, um, that was in the early two thousands. Um, but I, I needed to kind of get Mark and, uh, his keys and his vocals on some of these songs and it really worked out good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's even a Christmas song on there for you, dedicated <laughs> to my late mother. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And and one day dedicated to Dolores O'Riordan from uh, the Cranberries. We did, we dedicated one to her too. So yeah, we tried to cover all bases, you know. I see. So this this new thing you said is more country, huh? Yeah. Why do you I, think that is? Well, uh, I would say from I the listen? titles, Truck Driver Song, uh, uh, <laughs> The River, um, um, I, I, someone like you just, it just, when you put a mandolin and a pedal steel on songs, it just kind of like, you just kind of go, Hmm, what's that about? But, uh, I said, Brian Calvert did a great job and, uh, real happy with it. Have you been listening to more country music lately? Or? Well, my, uh, my, my gifted young man got me uh, listening to some Dirks Bentley. Um, yeah. I'm actually playing Garth Brooks right now. I never thought I would play Garth Brooks in my life, but, uh, we added some, uh, some country stuff to, uh, our set, you know? People seem to like it. And, and my late dad would say, you know, he'd come down and say, why aren't you playing John Denver? Why aren't you playing this song? Why aren't you and the songs that he told me to play, take me home country road and all that. Well, we're doing them now. You know, I'm like, dad, you were right. So, but <laughs> well, uh, country nowadays, the modern country, today's country, it's a lot like what rock and roll was 20 years ago, just with a little twang in the voice, I think. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, we were lucky enough to go down to the Aragon. Got a lot and, of crunch guitar in it. And yeah, and the, and the Uptown and uh, Riviera and see, you know, the Marshall Tuckers and the Outlaws. And uh, I got to see Charlie Daniels and I got to see um, the Allman Brothers. Um, I wish I would have seen them. I'm not that old to see them with Dwayne, but uh, got I was heavily influenced by the country guys. And uh, yeah, they uh, they put a big uh, impression on me. I, I always enjoyed... Uh, you're in uh, Dickie Betts and uh, th th that's new wave of uh, uh, Tedeschi and uh, that young uh, trucks. I can't think of trucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They got yeah. it. Yeah. They got it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm proud to see that, you know, that's continuing on, but uh, yeah, they're no longer breaking down their pickup trucks and their dogs <laughs> aren't dying anymore. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, well, I, I think uh, you could probably thank a lot of that to do to uh, Mutt Lang. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he took uh, Shania Twain and made her mainstream country and everybody jumped on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, so that it, right. it all changed right then and there to where, you know, now it's it's going to sound like rock and roll. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like Marty said about Garth yeah. Brooks. He's yeah. never listened to him before. If you watch Garth Brooks and live on a show. He's, it's like a rock show. Oh, he's yeah. running around. Oh, he's, I mean, he's rocking out. He really yeah. is rocking well, you'd be, out. Well, you'd be surprised. One of Garth Brooks' favorite band is Kansas. Right. Okay. So, you know. Yeah, he's got a lot of rock and roll influence. Right. So yeah. it's yeah. not just country. No. I think one of the great, great, uh, great guitar player right now is Brad Paisley. He's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll agree. I'll agree. Yeah, we uh, we did a, a Les Dudek song, um, and we... We never did any Brad Pesley, but um, I'm trying to think of the other country guys we used to cover. Vince Gill is another great guitar player. Well, yeah. Look at it. He's playing with the Eagles. Right, right, right. Yeah. Vince Gill originally was a bluegrass guy. Yeah. yeah. How, right. how crazy is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, Brian, um, going back to my pedal steel guy, um, he introduced me to some stuff. I, you know, Billy Strings. I never heard of the guy. You know, Marty, you got to check this guy out. I'm like, what? You know, this kid's unbelievable. And uh, plays with his dad, you know, gave, bought his dad, a good, you know, one of the first issued guitars, um, just, uh, um, just a, a real talented soul. And uh, I'll never be that good. I'll just keep writing my songs. Whatever hits the ground, hits the ground. And, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll keep uh, we'll keep recording. We'll keep playing, keep copywriting and doing all that stuff and uh, and, and getting out and sharing it with the people, um, you know, throwing some original music at them. It's a good thing, you know. So when do you plan on this to be released? Um, if everything goes okay, um, my, uh, Friday, we get everything down and I'm sure Nick's going to say, let the dust settle, give it one more week and just make sure everything's good. Um, I'm hoping by the end of June, it'll be out on Spotify and, uh, YouTube and, uh, my, uh, my duet partner, Julie and I were talking about it today, actually getting it out there. So, yeah. And then if I do sell a CD, um, at my show or whatever. Um, if you look on there, there's a website. It's recordia.com. So the proceeds for that go to them. I see. And I, I'm, I'm heavy into helping those folks out. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, they need it. 20% of that population has no family. So you take about 650 people, 20%, you know, orphans, adoptees, you know, so they, they need to the help and they're going to get it from me as long as I'm still breathing. Very good. Very good. A worthy cause. Yes. Worthy cause. I remember when they had two locations. They used to have one on the south side. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what started you playing guitar? What? When did I start playing? And what? What? what and what? What instances? Um, we say, Mom, Dad, I want to get a guitar. Or? No, I had a had a band with uh, some fine guitar playing lads: Roger White, Jim Harden. My brother Kevin and I, we learned uh, how to play House of the Rising Sun from a guy named Don Woodstock, and we thought Don was God. <laughs> and then we learned how to play Freebird, and then we thought we were God. Well, his name was Woodstock, so he Don Woodstock, he had taught us, yeah, he pushed us over the edge, and we went out and got our little Tisco amps and our little Tisco guitars, and being left-handed was always a problem for me, but... You know, guys like me and Jimmy and Paul, we get over stuff like that left-handed thing. <laughs> but uh, 
no, we, we, we got that, uh, we got that going in the basement and moved on from there. But, uh, did you start out with a right hand guitar strung the other way? I strung it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I had a strat and, uh, yeah, walked in to see, um, Tom over at the music store or the music. Yeah. Up in Bremertown mall back in the day. And, uh, he's like, no, dude, you want to play? Don't, don't play it. No play. No, no. I'm like, I'm left-handed, man. He's like, okay. But, uh, he had took guitar instruction for about a, uh, uh, a summer. And then that's when I met, uh, Mark and his brother, Fred, um, Mike Karecki, Joseph Borak, and then Kevin ended up coming on bass. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was the first version. So we, um, yeah, we played heavy. We oh, practiced yeah. every night. We were, we were ready to roll. We were doing those battle of the bands and, uh, we were like, you yeah, know, we're going to be signed. Yeah. Any day now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think after uh, a few versions, that's when we, that's when the club started kicking in and we started taking things a little bit more seriously as far as promotion and artwork. And we had a hairdresser and, you know, like I said, we had the tax ID number. We were writing off picks, uh, driving to practice. We had a accountant in the band. So we're like, you know what, let's, let's do this right. And that lasted for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we weren't making any money, so... Yeah. Just reinvesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad we did. Cause you know, we got some, we got, we had some really good recording and a lot of, a, a lot of memorable um, <clears throat> moments. Um, <clears throat> one of the versions, <clears throat> excuse me, was um, a gentleman by the name of Rick Hollowell and uh, Bill Thorpe. I, I got hooked up with um, Mark and I think the band was called Icarus. Mm -hmm. Imagine that we covered some Kansas and yeah. stuff like that, <laughs> but there was a place that we played right next to the Joliet prison, not far from here. It's called the edifice club. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, and that was, that was a edifice. scary, scary place to play. I for remember us. the edifice. Yeah. Edifice. Yeah. Low and, ceiling and, and a lot of smoke. The smoke was about halfway up. Halfway yes. down. Yes. Some of that going on with the smoke, but I remember we were walking out. The lights some, look really good. Though. Somebody was mad at the band or something. And they decided to drive up at the side, up on the sidewalk and, and like band members had to jump out of the way. <laughs> well, Rick got all four of his tires slashed. Yeah. Uh -huh. And yeah, that slashed was his yeah, tires. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they shot at my wife. Yeah. There were some bad things happening at the edifice. That was yeah. our last time there. Yeah. yeah. First and last. Yeah. yeah. That was like some Jake Daniels or nothing. You know, oh, yeah. kind of shots, right? Yeah. It, it, no, I mean, it was bang, bang shots. Yeah. It was a scary it, night. It, hitting the deck. It yeah. was a scary night. And yeah. I would say probably another memorable um, weekend for us was the Interaction Lounge. I don't know if it's still open or not. I don't know if the owner's going to come after me, but there were like 25 five-gallon buckets in the middle of the dance floor. And I'm like, what's with that? And the bartender said, well, the roof leaks. I'm like, okay, go, don't worry about it. He goes, but it'll stop leaking by the time you guys start playing. So Friday, I think we played with Mark Farner. Yeah. And then Saturday was Fog Hat. Right. And then... That was the, the loudest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. It was a fog hat. Fog hat, yeah. yeah. And uh, the sound man's like, no, we we, we, we like it loud. So, um, yeah, never forget that. Got to meet our heroes, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, good yeah. guys there. Yeah. I'm, my ears, I think, are still ringing for oh, that one. But, uh, <laughs> Lou loudest show I've ever heard in, in a club. You know? Yeah, we're going to the sound man. You know, turn yeah. it down, turn it down. Like, mm. nope. So when you write a song... Um, what, what are you, a, a lyrics first, a music first guy, or, or do you go by titles? Or, or what, what are you? Most of my songs were written on uh, I-55 coming home from uh, 35 years of construction, just sitting in the middle of traffic. And, you know, I don't, I don't know how yeah, people come idea, up with yeah, melodies and stuff, but I just kind of come to me. 
you know, um, I'll just see something and something comes in my head and it may not be the exact words that I come up with, but most of those songs I written on my way to work, on my way home from work. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know how people, you know, sit down and write words and, you know, put melodies and stuff to them that way. I have to come up with a melody first and then I start adding ideas and titles. Um, one of our songs that we're doing now um, on this next CD, um, it's called Love Makes the World Go Round. And, um, you know, I, I kind of, I was in the middle of writing that, that song. That doesn't sound real country there's some country, there's some pedal steel on there. But uh, I, you know, it was one of those where the, the, the melody came and then the next thing you know, um, we've got, uh, you know, I, I tied Ukraine into that thing. I, I got political, you know, my second political song, but uh, um, uh, uh, Mark did a great job singing it. And uh, that, like I said, that'll be turned around here pretty soon um, in the next month. But um, yeah, we, um, we ended up, our first one I wrote about, was when YouTube was kind of breaking and we were kind of breaking at the same time. Uh, we were breaking in the wrong direction from YouTube, but uh, I wrote a song called Burn City and it's about the troubles in Northern Ireland. And, uh, you know, I'm glad they figured it out. You know, uh, I think they figured it out, but, you know, maybe they'll, you know, shed a little light on other places of the world, you know. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we'll have that out. Um, I'll get you guys, um, I'll get you, you'll be one of the first guys to have a, a copy of it and, uh, let us know what you think of Marty's country rock stuff. So about live performances, you guys got uh, gigs booked up or? Um, I'll be playing at the Brass Tap here. Let me look at my calendar. Beautiful Orland Park. I'll be playing at the Stray Bar. I'll be playing at uh, little duet places around town. Wavelength coming up anywhere, Mark? We're in uh, recovery mode. <laughs> COVID? No oh. surgeries, neck surgeries, back surgeries. You know, you you get past sixty and yeah, I know all about this. Breaks. I know all about this. You want to tell us about it, Paul? <laughs> no, no, okay. Maybe <laughs> maybe just, another show. You seemed a little excited about that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, like, I think he's going to tell us. <laughs> Marty Kelly and friends featuring Julie Cronus. And then July 2nd, we'll be at the Stray Bar 8 to 11 with Kate and her fine crew over there in beautiful downtown Frankfurt. It's in August. Stray Bar again. Um, we're we're, uh, we're kind of getting our uh, duet going, but uh, we've played, um, we played a lot of microbrewery places, the Hickory Brewing um, in uh, New Lenox, um, some other... Uh, Nick and Ivy out in um, Lockport. There's a lot of a lot of rooms for duets. I've noticed these days. Not so much for uh, heavy duty five piece, six piece rock and roll bands. But uh, I think we can thank COVID for that. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of them, a lot of places have just narrowed their their vision and, and gone with gone with duets. Yeah, um, Embers. We got a couple of Sundays coming up with them too in uh, Lockport. So yeah, we're getting out there. We're playing. We're having fun. We, uh, we'd had a big St. Patrick's Day weekend. Mark witnessed one of ours uh, at Mackey's and we played at Patty B's over in Orland, uh, part of their Orland uh, Irish madness. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun that night. And Is, uh, is there a European tour in the plans? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm the last of the nine to make it to Ireland. So uh, I'll get over there one of these days um, and I'll bring my guitar with me and I'll be ready with my Garth Brooks because they don't want to hear this Irish stuff. They want to hear Garth over there. Look at the guy with the left-handed guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Can I swear on this or no? No, I don't sure, want to swear. Sure. <laughs> no we'll... Uh, Shit, why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, uh, we'll make Ireland one of these days, Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> me and Mark could walk across Heavy Road together with Kevin and we'll find a drummer. Look at that Dago. <laughs> so, so, Mark, you sing a lot of tunes? What's that? You sing all the tunes or a lot of them? Um, 90%. Yeah. I would, yeah, 90%. Mark does uh, some, some great synthesizer work and, uh, he had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of great keys on this last version too. Um, yeah, great little, all. little harmonica here and there. So the mouth so, organ. Yes. <laughs> so what's, what, what's one of your favorite numbers off of this? Um, off of, uh, that first one you got, there's a song called Patty. Um, we dedicated that to my, uh, late nephew, Jason Eichmeyer and, uh, off Jason's that, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. It left us too soon. And then on, um, that other one, probably, um, that Christmas song, Mark does a, does a fine intro on there, little jingle bells on there for me. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a Christmas song on there. Are you dressed like an elf? <laughs> no, but, but I have a picture of an elf. I could send you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> So, so somebody wants to find out more about the band or about Marty, where you're playing or whatever, where, where can they go? Uh, Marty Kelly and friends.com. Uh, my website's up. My, uh, my daughter, Maura, is hooking it up for me. And uh, it's been on there for about a year. Um, we post our gigs that, we're, that are coming up. And then uh, again, the donation, misericordia.com is on there. Their website's on there. So um, yeah, that... Uh, that's been helping, um, seeing friends coming out of the woodwork from Carl Sandburg and stuff, uh, where I graduated. That's a high school in Orland park. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some friends from, uh, back in the day, um, Mickey Grand, Johnny Frank, some friends that have come out and seen us, uh, at our benefits and stuff. It's, it's good to see folks like that, you know, from the old neighborhood. And on Facebook too, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. There's a Southside link, uh, John Elroy mm -hmm. set up. I'm on that. And, um, yeah, we're uh, we're out to conquer the duet world on the south suburbs. <laughs> you have a heat a heat page or anything? You know, we don't. Uh, we should probably get one going just to kind of get get some of the the buzz going because I'm sure there'll be a, a heat fifty year reunion coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> well, I don't know. Might as well. Everybody else seems to be coming out of the woodwork. Well, reunion gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we could all still hit it, you know, um, it's that I see off Broadway is, is playing again. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think the Griff band and, you know, all, gambler, all, gambler, yeah, back again. Know. we so, just did, we just did a, a show with them a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's like, so everybody's retiring from their square jobs and going back to playing, you know, playing music. music yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. What's so, happening. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see. It's fun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shut this off, huh? Ah, uh, too late now. We're almost done, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fan base, dude. Are, are you really doing a? Yeah. But is, uh, is that really you? <laughs> Hasn't even been released, but I can hear you. <laughs> Who's that band playing that act? They sound better than the Heat. <laughs> no, we'll have a reunion coming up. You guys will be the first to know. We'll get you front row tickets. All right, cool. All right. Backstage cool. passes. We we came real close to a to a Heat reunion. Yes. Uh, well, very good. We thank you for, for joining us today. Yes, thank you for making the long drive out to uh, beautiful downtown Joliet. Been a pleasure, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Nice to see you again, Mark. Yeah. Always a back. pleasure to see me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back in some other <laughs> incarnation <laughs> some of some other, other band. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to open door policy here, Mark. Yeah, That's well, right. you know, I just wanted to see how you, you know, the place was coming along yeah. since the last time I was here six months ago. So. Yeah, if you're, you know, in your neighborhood, stop by. Yeah. We're doing a podcast. Just walk in. Yeah, hey, hey, guys, what are you guys talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I jammed with them somewhere. Right. Probably, probably. Probably. Thanks again, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So that was Marty Kelly and Mark Police from the uh, from the Heat, from the Heat, and talking about uh, talking about their uh, their latest uh, adventure that uh, be, should be coming out soon. We'll be yeah, here for too long. Kind of a country motif, they say. A little yeah. uh, little western should be interesting. Both kinds of music, right? Country and country western. and western. <laughs> that's right. But but you, but their pickup truck still running, and the dog hasn't died. So no, that's no, that's no, good. Your girlfriend has left them. That's right. So they're going, and and so the his the most recent CD they've put on out, Marty Kelly and Friends, is called the COVID Sessions, and this right. new one is called Senior Moments. Right, Senior Moments. So maybe it, we can go. We can go sell it at the homes around here. So. Right, right. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Senior Moments. Oh yes, right over yeah. here. I'll, yeah. I'll take one. Yes. Do you have any tapioca? <laughs> Don't forget chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding too. Got to have the pudding. Uh, yep, yep. So that'll be out uh, their new CD about a month new, or so. About a month or so. Be out on Spotify and stuff, and then you can contact them and get uh, get a real CD if you'd like. That's right. That's right. Um, so I'd like to thank them both for coming out here all the way to downtown Joe, beautiful downtown Juliet, Illinois, at the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66, home of the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast Studios. See okay. how fast I could talk? That's and you great. didn't even turn that. You didn't even turn it up to speed, man. No, no, I didn't. I could be like one of fast talkers. Yep. You know, Reading the fine print. You are a fast talker. Fine print on a, an insurance policy. I've talked to some women who said you're a fast talker. Whoa. Easy there. Easy there. <laughs> That's not nice. I'm a gent. Nothing but a, nothing but a gentleman. Yes. The fast talking gentleman. Sometimes I must be fast. I'm in a hurry. I got places to go, people to meet. So I have to go. Okay. Speaking of that, I have to go. All right. Is your car waiting? No, not today. Not today. Not today. All right. Okay. All right. Well, th- thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week with another exciting episode of the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Yes, you will. I'm glad you. It's funny how you're starting to talk fast, too. Yes, I am. Bye bye. Bye bye. Rock and Roll Chicago podcast does not own the rights to any of the music that's played on this podcast. The music is used to promote the band or musicians that are interviewed. Rock and Roll Chicago.